one thing I always tell everybody, I don't know, I feel like physical fitness or movement should just be a part of everybody's lifestyle. It's just so mm -hmm. important, especially in our community. Yes. It's just a major part of your health. So you don't have to run. Find what's good for you. One more Rolling With Tay podcast? Well, follow on Instagram and Twitter at Rolling With Tay. Visit the blog rollingwithtay.wordpress.com for more content and be sure to sign up for the monthly newsletter. And lastly, subscribe to the YouTube channel Rolling With Tay. This is the Rolling With Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and this is episode two. And my guest on this episode is Carissa. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks again for being a guest on the show. Um, shout out to your cousin Shadrach, who was a guest on season one, episode six. So people check that out if you haven't. Um, he connected us to and he mentioned you a few times and he even shared an article with me um, about a really cool run that you and a group of people did, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But again, Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's definitely a pleasure. I definitely love to support. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to get right into it. Um, let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself and then how you got into running. Um, so I'm originally from New York. I'm not, uh, I'm in my forties, so I'm not young, <laughs> So, I've, but I've been running. I mean, I grew up in the city. I grew up in the Bronx most of my life. Went to public school most of my life. Um, my family's from Jamaica. Shark's my cousin, so you know that. Mm -hmm. um, but I got into running probably in high school. I joined the track team when I was in high school. And I've kind of been running ever since. <laughs> um, it's kind of like a way of life for me now. So, like, I ran in high school. I ran a little bit in college. Then I was in the military. And we had to do a lot of running there. And I just never stopped, really. Dang, wow. You just ran throughout high school, a little bit of college. And yeah, and it's just always been, it's, I just never stopped. I've always run, like, I'm the military. So in high school and um, college, I was, like, a sprinter. So that's, like, short distance for, like, mm -hmm. 200 meters, like, half a track, if you know a track. Mm -hmm. Like, the most I might have done was a 400, which wasn't often, which is a full length of track. And I remember in college, I used to always tell my coach, like, my body breaks down. I can't run longer than a mile. Like, I'm a sprinter. You ain't getting me out there running all these <laughs> miles. I remember when we had, like, cross-country meets in high school. As soon as we got into the woodland, I just start walking because I was like, I'm not running like all these miles. I can't do it. But when I joined the military and I had, I was forced to run, you know, like, three, mm. four miles every morning and, like, basic training and stuff that's when I really got into like running longer distance and that's just when I got into more of the mental aspects of running um and realized how much more mental it was versus physical I mean it's physical but how much more mental it was especially when you look at like longer distance running and like I said I just never really stopped I just kept doing it it just came a way of life for me kind of like brushing my teeth mm -hmm. Dang, I, I commend you I can't, I can't run down the block. I can't, <laughs> I can't run at all. And then people see me and I guess I have an athletic build and they're like, are you a runner? I'm like, I wish. Nope. 
<laughs> See, I used to get that a lot when I was younger, but since, like I said, I'm in my 40s. I mean, I'm not in bad shape, but I'm not like as built as I used to be. So people used to always ask me like all the time. I know you play, look, you play a sport, you like you run, you do something. But then I, people tell me that all the time when I'm like, I run. They're like, oh, I can't run as much as you. I can't run. I'm like, run is my thing. Do what's, like you said, you like mm -hmm. to cycle. I just tell people, like, find your thing. You don't have to run. Like, it's something I do. I'm like, it's part of my life. But I feel like people just need to move and move their body. So whatever way you can move your body, just do it. And people think even if you want to run, You don't start running. I mean, people think you just get out there and you just run as fast as you can. And then I think that's what people think about like, oh, I can't run a mile because they think I need to run a mile as fast as I can. But you just take your time. If you need to stop and walk or you need to walk, you know, walk, run for five seconds and then walk, run for five seconds and then walk. And you just ease your way into it. And eventually, you're, you know, you'll condition your body to be able to run half a mile or one length of the track and then that would just go on to a mile and yeah mm -hmm. build up your endurance yeah it's really just really building up like your aerobic base and your endurance but it's really mental so you kind of have to get yourself in the mental mindset to like want to do it because to a certain extent you are pushing your body to be uncomfortable mm -hmm. if it's something you're not used to doing now how often do you run So it depends if I'm like training for like a race or something, I'll run a more. I run all the time. So even if I'm not training, so if I'm not training, I'll generally run like three or four times a week. I usually try to run at least three miles when I run. It just depends on how I feel. I might run, I might run more. When I'm training for something, it depends on how long the race is. I can get up to like a couple years ago when I was training, I was up to like 50 miles a week. What? So it just really <laughs> depends. Like right now, I'm not, I just started a training plan like this week, but like the last six months, I haven't really been on a training plan. So I've just been running like three to five times a week, three plus miles. Some days I'll run longer if I feel better, good. Sometimes I don't, but yeah, it just now, depends. Are you one of those people, no matter the weather, you're outside? Yeah, yes. I don't like running on treadmills. Like I try and I do if I have to. But even if it's cold, like I ran two days ago, it was raining and I just ran. And even if it's cold, I mean, I warm up quickly as long as it's not like, like I was home for Christmas and it got, it was like in the teens and the ones and Shara came over talk about he was walking and running. I'm like, uh, -uh <laughs> no, nah, see, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was too cold because it was like seven degrees outside I was like no but I gotta draw the line somewhere but usually if it's uh, 20 degrees or up I could run outside comfortably mm -hmm. I'd rather run outside versus running like on a treadmill but like the rain doesn't bother me I've run in the snow I have like little cleat things I could put on my sneakers if I want to run in the snow or the ice and stuff like that that's That's dope and dedication right there. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Like when I was doing like training plans, I will force myself regardless of the weather. If I'm not doing a training plan, I might be like, ah, oh, I can skip today. I can just go tomorrow. I can just run on a treadmill. But if I'm on a training plan, I try to stick to it. So regardless of the weather, I mean, I'll just get out there and get it done. 
that that definitely is what's up. I I understand you. Like I have a trainer where I can ride on ride my bike inside. And sometimes I just don't feel up to it. I'd rather go outside and ride. But it also depends on the weather. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so different versus when you're stationary versus when you're outside moving. I feel like on the treadmill, it takes like for the time feels like extra slow. Like, I, I don't care if I'm watching a movie, like I got something I'm watching. It still feels like it goes extra slow. But when I'm outside, it's like you see stuff. And it that kind of that adds to the experience, I think. Yeah. So you kind of get lost sometimes again in the zone and it's like you don't realize how far you're going and it's not as hard as much as it's not as much as a task where I feel like on the treadmill it's like a task like okay let me go knock this out and you're just looking at the time you keep looking at the time but when you're outside like I said it's kind of more of an experience so you get in the zone you see different stuff going on you know Uh, yeah it's definitely harder indoors Mm -hmm. yeah I feel you so you spoke about um, running being more mental than actual physical, or I guess, I guess we would say in the middle. But what has running done for you? Basically, um, why do you still run? Like, why are you still? Why? What has? What kept you running, and what keeps you running? It's really like, and I don't know if it's because I was, I've just been having to do it for so long. Like I said, in school, in the military, it's kind of like a way of life. Like, it's like me brushing my teeth. And it's not, running is kind of just the activity that I'm used to and the physical activity uh, I'm, I um, have always done. But there's times when I've been injured and stuff and couldn't run and I still had to do some type of physical activity. The times where I couldn't run, I've gotten like depressed. Mm. Because I think it helps. I mean, it helps me clear my mind. Sometimes when I start feeling anxious, like with my anxiety, it helps me with my anxiety. It's kind of just like, like it's like, I look at it as part of like my hygiene routine. Mm. Like I got to get up. I got to take a shower. I got to brush my teeth. I got to go for a run. It's not like, am I going to go for a run? It's like, I got to go for this run. So it's not like I'm thinking about, am I going to do it or not going to do it? I'm going to do it because it's like something I have to do. Mm. Or just like keeping my body moving. I hate being like sedentary. Like even times when I've been injured, it's like I have to do something, even if it's just walk or it's like I have to keep my body like moving. I feel like I don't know. Nah, I, I agree. I'm I'm right there with you. Um and I like how you said it's part of your hygiene. Like this is something like, all right, you wake up, you're brushing your teeth, uh, all right, I'm lacing up my shoelaces. I'm going outside for a run. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess they say, I forget how long they say it takes things to become a habit. So I guess you can say like it's a habit. If you do something for like 90 days or something, they say it becomes like a habit. And it's like, I'm really habitual with Mm -hmm. everything. So it's like, like I said, part of my routine. So like the times when I haven't been able to do it, I've become like depressed. And I know that part of that is because it's kind of like a stress releaser for me. It helps with my anxiety as well. So it helps clear my head because like I listen to like podcasts and music when I'm running. But a lot of times I just zone out like the podcast and the music is playing, but I don't even hear it. I'm just like zoned out Mm -hmm. or it helps me sometimes think through things that I have on my mind. So it's kind of like a therapy to a Mm -hmm. certain extent. 
like an alternative form of therapy? Because I think that they even say like some of the endorphins that release when you run or do any kind of like physical activity to that level kind of helps with like relieving stress, depression and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, A lot of different activities, uh, such as cycling. So that's one of the reasons why See, cycling is hard so like I I run and I swim too so like I was on the swim team too so I swim so I'm a pretty good swimmer and I've always thought about like man I should do a triathlon I was like I'm, I'm maybe I should do an Ironman but I just don't want to get on a bike like I have no desire <laughs> to cycle <laughs> See, and everyone is like swimming is the hard part most people can do the running and they like the cycling but I was like I just don't want to cycle like I don't even know how to ride a bike to be honest okay <laughs> and I have no desire <laughs> to get home <laughs> I'm well see see like I said I'm the opposite with the running part but I mean I you know what once you get on a bike it's gonna take you places <laughs> it's gonna take you places and you're gonna be like damn I should have been riding a bike a long time ago See, and then I'm mad clumsy, so I'm like, I'm gonna be out on the street, I'm gonna get hit by a car, roll over. (laughs) I just, (laughs) you'll be fine, you will be fine. (laughs) I have all the trust in you, yeah. I don't know, maybe one day. I keep saying, like, psyching myself, saying up because, like, I I need to do a triathlon, but then I'm just like, I don't want to ride a bike. (laughs) And I have a lot of friends that are like into cycling, but I'm just like, uh. You gotta do it. I'm rooting for you. Uh, one day you to, to do that triathlon. Maybe in a couple years. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hold you to that. Okay. <laughs> um. So, Shadrack sent me an article. I think it was a blog post of this this run that you did. You participated in. It's called Grand Canyon Rim to Rim. I didn't know what the hell that was. <laughs> and I looked, I, I read the article. I was like, oh, this is dope. Then I went to YouTube to look. And, and this is a very popular thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe not among us as much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I mean, I didn't realize either um, until I had a, a friend of mine who he's really into like OCR racing and stuff he does a lot Mm -hmm. of OCR Spartan those Spartan races and stuff um he mentioned it to me and he was like he's trying to get a group together and asked me if I want to do it and I was like I don't know about that I don't know like I kept pushing the ball and then eventually but I kind of wanted to do it and then like you said like I looked at YouTube because I never I've been to the Grand Canyon but I never heard of it it's not like an official race Mm -hmm. it's just people do it it's something people do (laughs) So I was just like, uh, I don't know. I was on the fence for a while. And then finally I was like, okay, I'll do it. Because I've never done anything like that ever. Like ever. I don't even really, before then, before I started training for that, I usually just ran on the road. I didn't do a lot of like trail running. Mm-hmm. So it was like a whole new kind of ex- type of experience and training for me to do that. But yeah, so it's like, you know, the Grand Canyon it was just rim to rim to rim. I only made it rim to rim. So it's like you go, you start at one rim, you go down the canyon, across and up. And it's like 20, the whole thing is 48 miles. So half of it is like 24 miles, I guess, 24, 25 miles. 
And then we start, so, but it's all the, for the first half, it's like all downhill. Then you go across for a few miles and then it's straight uphill for like eight miles. Mm. <laughs> so I think the total elevation is around gain is like 11,000 or something like that. So um, <laughs> I think mine was like at seven and I only did it half. So we started like three o'clock in the morning. It was eight of us. Um, and it took us like, I want to say like 10 hours to reach the other side. Cause it's like a run hike. Cause you, you, you're not yeah. running up. I mean, so the fastest person that's done that route, he's like the top, um, ultra runner so ultra runners anybody anything over a marathon which is 26 yeah. miles is an ultra run mm-hmm. so the fastest guy that's done it he lives out there he's done it the whole thing like back and forth 48 miles and I want to say like eight hours or something and he actually like runs all the way down and <laughs> runs all the way up and he actually was out there when we were out there which was cool because I was looking for him because I got like obsessed with him when I started training and like watching videos I kind of got like obsessed with him but yeah so like so think about it it took us 10 hours to get to one side it takes him eight hours to get to one side and back so oh wait okay so it took you so so then what did y'all do like did y'all so we just so we started in the morning at three in the morning we went down we take like bathroom breaks um we didn't really stop and stand around too much Mm -hmm. we ran down we tried to do as much running downhill as we could but it's dark and the terrain because it's on a trail it's not like running on the road so based on the terrain you can run try to run when you can if it's too rocky sometimes you might not be able to run then you go across so you know the Colorado River goes through the Grand Canyon, so they have like little bridges and stuff. So you cross over the river, and it's flat for a few miles, and then you just go back up, and it's just like you're just climbing out. You're climbing out, and there's no the only way to get in there is to hike in there or a helicopter. So like, if you get hurt or something, they'd have to medevac you out. It's not like somebody can drive down there and come get you, like. So we had like radios and we had someone at the top waiting for us. So when we got to the other side, we rested for a little bit. And then another group came back down and went back across. And I think it took them about 20 hours to do the whole thing, which was like 48 miles. But yeah, it was like, yeah, it was great experience. It was great. I mean, it wasn't as bad. The training, I trained a lot for it. I did Mm a 50K race a couple months before it, which is like 31 miles. Okay. And that was like a mountain race as well. And once I did that, I was like, okay, I can do this. And I would have gone back, but I was like behind the pack. So the pack Mm -hmm. that was going back left. When I got to the top, they were leaving to go back. So it was like, I'm not going by myself. (laughs) So (laughs) it was kind of like, yeah. I'm gonna just call it here. But yeah, it was a great experience. I really appreciated them, including me. Um, the training was great. We trained, some of them live in the same area as me. So we trained together a little bit. But yeah, it's just mentally just seeing how far you can, I don't think I've ever pushed my body to that limit before. And then realizing it's not that bad. Like I realized how much my training and me getting prepared had just 
I was so prepared for it. I wasn't like that. But like, I wasn't really sore the next day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, this is, this is not that bad. And I realized how much tra- how important training is and is nutrition. So if you're running for a long period of time, you have to eat while you run. So if you're long- running longer than an hour, you need to intake like a certain amount of calories every hour. And I never used to do that before. I used to just, you know, run and just be dog tired and mm-hmm. feel like shit the next day. So I had to learn about like how to feed my body while I was running and before I'm running and after I'm running, like what to eat. Like I eat baby food a lot, um, peanut butter sandwiches, mm-hmm. and they have like gels and drinks. And I have a little timer on my watch that reminds me like every 30, 45 minutes to eat and drink. So if I, the re, so keep keeping my body fueled helped me to recover quicker and just helped me to feel better while I was going through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really important. And the same thing when I do long rides on my bike, like we'll do a hundred miles. You have to. Yeah, sure you yeah. Have it's really to. any physical activity that's yeah. long, any endurance type of activity. You have to fuel your body to get through it. Man, that sounds. That sounds amazing and crazy at the same time but like a crazy that I would do it like all right I'm about to do this and I could just imagine how you felt after you completed it like yeah I mean and just as like I said us like black people like people literally when we were there people kept stopping us like oh wow like because we're the only (laughs) black people out there (laughs) especially the only black people going down to the bottom and coming up like people are like, oh wow, look at this group. Like people literally kept stopping because people camp down at the bottom and stuff. Mm-hmm. So most people don't do what we did, but they'll hike a little bit down and camp at the bottom and then hike back up and stuff like that. So there are people out there camping and stuff that you pass, or people that's just like hiking halfway or just a little bit down and up. But we were the only ones that, you know, um, that were out there. And the guy who kind of led it, he has a group called Black, I think it's Black Endurance, Black with Endurance, yeah, BWE, mm-hmm. him and another female, they have a group, and they kind of highlight all, all, like, Black people doing um, endurance types of sports and things. Nice, nice. How how long or how far in advance did you start your training before you did this? I started training, so we did it in October, and I started training in May, May, yeah, like April, May time frame, I started training um, for it, so about four or five months, but I was already running, so like I said, Mm -hmm. I'm always running, so I feel like when I start, when some, it's never a time where I'm not running, so if I'm sign up for a race or something, then I just calculate how long I got to start go back to start like increasing my mileage to get ready for that race mm-hmm. now if I was not running at all and starting from scratch I'd probably have to train longer yeah but yeah about four maybe five six around five months maybe mm-hmm. but it was not I had to do what I didn't never had to do before was I had to do a lot of hiking because like mm-hmm. I said it's a lot of climb out of there so I started hiking a lot and I would walk on the treadmill with like a weighted vest I would put like the treadmill up at the max height so I was trying to do just stuff where I can get used to elevation and having to climb first that long period of time so I did a lot of hiking along with my running like long hikes like 20 mile long hikes 
do just you, to get some elevation. Do you, do you still hike now? Yeah, so I always hiked. I just never hiked like 20 miles. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I like hiking. Like I'm into nature. So I've hiked before. I mean, I go hiking. Yeah. I've, I, I'm not saying I always hiked in my older years, in the last probably four or five years, I've started hiking a lot. I go out a lot on my own, or there are a lot of different hiking groups that I'll go hiking with. But I like hiking. I like it. Not as much as running. I mean, hiking for me, running is like uh, exercise. Hiking is more like a leisurely, mm. meditative type of thing to do. Mm-hmm. I don't look at more, I don't really look at it as like a type of exercise. Yeah. Yeah, I just started hiking not too long ago. Um and I really enjoy it. I really I mean it is exercise. <laughs> I say that, but it is exercise. Oh, oh, it is. I've gone up some hikes and I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Legs saw the next day. <laughs> I'm huffing and puffing, arms hurt, like what? <laughs> Damn. But um I uh got some walking sticks or yeah they call like hiking sticks yeah girl those those. are the best yeah they are (laughs) and i always was like i don't need those i'm in shape what do i need those sticks for oh my god when i got them i was like oh my god i should have been using these all the time the same here i was like what (laughs) these are great and yeah. you know, they double as a weapon i will (laughs) knock somebody out knock an animal out with them but yeah they really are I'm yeah. glad I and then the stuff. ultra runners, like the ultra, the people that do like the 50 mile and 100 mile races and like mountains and stuff, they use sticks because hmm. you can't run that whole time. So yeah. a lot of sometimes when you go start going up, they're just hiking and they use those sticks too. So I was like, well, if they can use it, then I can use it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you think you'll go back and do, what is it? Rim to rim to rim? Is that, is that mm. what it's called? Yeah, no. So the group that went, a few of the guys that didn't make it both times went back and did it this year. But I was like, I'm good. I went out there once. I, I'm not <laughs> going back out there to do it again. But they did, and they did it twice. They did it, made it both times. So mm-hmm. like, I think it was four of them went out this time, and they went out and did it again. But do yeah. You, do you yeah. have any like other endurance? Um runs or activities you see yourself doing in the future yeah so this year I have I just signed up to do so there's an ultra race in um Switzerland and France it's called Tour de Mont Blanc Mm. so I think it's like a hundred mile ultra and the people that do the race they do it in like 30 hours I think the winner comes in in like 20 30 around 30 hours but a girl I know, she's trying to get a group together and we're going to do it, not the race. We're going to do the re- the route of the race, but we're going to do it in six days. So it's like 105 miles. So we'll do around like 20 miles, a little less than 20 miles a day. So it starts in the Swiss Alps in Switzerland. And then I think she said you cross into Italy and France, but it's like all in the mountains out there. What? So I'm going to do that in July. Wow, that if you can see my face, I'm just smiling. That's so cool. That's so dope. Are you gonna camp? Like, how is it? What do you plan on? So doing? they say at night. We she did it last year. So they said at night they have like refuges or places where we would sleep at night camps or something. 
and they have that all set up for us. And then during the day, we'll probably be out like eight to 10 hours during the day. And then we'll just, each, each different spot, we have somewhere to stay for the night. Listen, yeah. I definitely got to follow you on Instagram so I can see, I can see this. <laughs> Are you going to yeah, document Yeah, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. So I started training for that. I got into the lottery for the Berlin Marathon. So that's in hey, September. I'm going too. You are? But I'm not going to run. I'm going to oh. skate. For real? Yeah, I'm skating. Okay. So I'll be there. See you so there. I'll be there for that. Well, besides that, I have, I was going to try to get in the New York Marathon. I don't know. My god brother wants to do it. And I said I'd try to do it with him. Um, and I got like the shorter races. I think mm-hmm. Shaddy's doing the um, the Cherry Blossom race down here in D.C. That's a 10 miler. I'm oh, doing nice. that. Nice. So, yeah, I just started training this week. So we'll see how that goes. I'm excited. Because yes. last year I had all plans to do a bunch of stuff and I didn't really do any of it. And I kind of got disappointed in myself. So I'm going to stick to everything this year. I mean, I already paid my money. so <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, oh, what was I about to ask you? So the training that you're doing now, is that for the race in july or yeah is that okay i'm gonna i'm just training for that um i'm gonna do similar training to like what i did what i did the grand canyon um yeah a lot of running trail running so not running on the road like getting in trails and trying to run on trails and hiking and stuff like that so it'll be similar um and then the Berlin Marathon, I think that's in September. I mean, road marathons, I don't really need to train. I mean, I'll be trained up for that, and I'll be mm-hmm. doing so much mileage. I'll just have to continue running, and I'll be okay. fine for the marathon. Okay. Well, do you take a break after doing this The July run since that's such a big I'll probably race? take, like, a couple weeks off. Okay. And then start running again for September. I hate running in the summer, though. Oh, it's so damn. hot. But I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I can, I can do a marathon. Like I can do a marathon now, even though I haven't run that much. I, it's gonna suck, but I can do it. <laughs> and I'm not trying to make a certain time or anything like gotcha. that. I just want to mm-hmm. do it. So I'm not really like training, training hard for it. Like, like I'm like, I want to run under this time. I'm like, I just want to do it. And I know if as long as I keep running consistently, I won't have an issue completing mm-hmm. it. So. Mm-hmm. Have you done any other other marathons? I know you didn't. I know you said you didn't do New York, but have you done like Chicago, or Boston, or no? I haven't done any of the big, uh, the big six they call them. I haven't mm-hmm. done any of them. So I never used to even really do races like that. I just be running just to run. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just be running just to run, and then like. I think two or three, two, maybe two years or three years ago, I started an Instagram just for my running. Mm. And then I started meeting a lot of other people, especially black people that run and do all these races too. And they started getting me to sign up for stuff. And I started doing races because before that, every once in a while, I had done a marathon before, but I used to just run anyway. I didn't have, I used to just run to run. Like Mm -hmm. every once in a while, someone would ask me to do a 5k or something like that. And I would do it. But I was just like running to run. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I have a race in August. I, I'm doing a a relay. Have you heard of the Ragnar races? Um, they're like relays. So it's like you might do a hundred miles, but there's like six people. Oh, and no. you just keep like each person will do like four mi- four or five miles at a time, and you just keep handing it off to the next person. Mm-mm. Where's that? In Vermont. So I'm doing one like that in Vermont in August. I just, I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> you got to add that to your race calendar. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. And that's one you definitely have to do because that's a team effort. <laughs> but yeah. But once we've been, you probably run like 16 to 20 miles total. So it's not bad. And oh, you, okay. Four, you do like four at a time. So you have a van. And you got everybody drives around in the van. So one person is running, then you meet the person, and somebody else jumps out and starts. And you just do that till you get to the end. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it should be fun. Damn, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm, yeah, you got some, you got some, some, first of all, the traveling part. I yeah. love it. <laughs> and then, like, oh man. I've been trying to do my budget. To make sure I can, before I committed, I was like, okay, I got to sit down and do a budget. Because all this stuff costs money. It does. It, <laughs> it does. <laughs> but I'll, I'll be do. I'm good. I'll be able to swing it. I might have to forego some, like, personal vacation because of this. But I was like, I can, well, I can hit that in 2024. Exactly. Push it to next year. And then 2024, 2025, you'll be doing a triathlon. <laughs> and then after that, the Ironman. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching your journey. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> um, is there any advice that you would give to someone? One, just start running. Like, what would you give? I, I don't run. But I see how it could add to my my exercise, my regimen. I don't always feel like taking my bike out or putting my skates on. I'm I, running. So you, you suggest that I just start, like you said, for run for five seconds, then walk. Should I be running in the street? I see people running on the side. I see people running in the street rather than on the sidewalk. That's me. <laughs> Because sometimes I don't want to have to drive somewhere to go run. So usually during the week, I just walk out my door and start running. On the weekends, I'll go out to trails and stuff. But during the week, I only have like limited. Mm-hmm, so you just... have to work. So yeah, I just run, walk out my door and run in one of the directions. But yeah, I mean, I feel first one thing that I a lot of people don't know, you got to get good running shoes. Yeah, mm. if you're going to run, you need to get good running shoes. So I suggest you go to like a running store. They'll put your feet, see what type of like gait you have, what kind of foot strike you have and help you choose the right shoe because you don't want to get injured. Yeah. And then just start walking. I mean, don't even say you're going to start running. Say you're just going to start walking. If you've never run before, just say you're going to start walking and see if you can walk a mile or half a mile or, how, or do it by time. Say I'm going to walk for 15 minutes. And then start picking up the pace of your walk. Well, tomorrow, and look how long it takes you to r- walk a certain distance. 
and then try to pick up your pace, like do a speed walk and see how long it takes you to do a certain distance. And when you feel like you can go a certain distance walking pretty fast comfortably, then you can start in incorporating some type of run. You can say, maybe I'm going to walk for 15 minutes. I might run for 15 seconds every minute. So I'm going to run, but not run like full out sprint. That's one thing people think. They think of running like when you were in gym and you uh, were yeah. a kid, you were racing somebody. You're not racing. <laughs> you're See, jogging. that's what I think of. I just, I, I can't make it. <laughs> you got, you're jogging. So technically, if you're going to run for long distances, you want to run at a pace where your breathing is comfortable. You're not like breathing really hard. So that's why you kind of walk and then start speeding up the walking to kind of build up your aerobic system because you have to build up like an aerobic base. And then once you start running, you run like I run slow. Like I try to keep my heart rate at a certain level mm -hmm. because um, once you once, if you're running really fast. So they, what they say is you should run 80 percent of your runs at your easy pace, which is slow, where you should be able to have a conversation and talk with somebody. You shouldn't be too out of breath. Your heart rate should be pretty low in the green zone. And then 20 percent should be like you're maxing yourself out. So you run for 15 seconds. If you can do that comfortably, you know, just try to increase it little by little by little. And then maybe you start looking at distance saying, okay, I'm going to try to do half a mile or I'm going to try to do a mile. And you have, they have all the apps you can download, like the Nike Run Club app, the Strava app, most mm -hmm. phones, if you have an Apple or iPhone, they have a health thing. You can use that. And they have programs in there you can use, like Couch to 5K, or they have things you can use just to track your time if you just want to see how far you're walking and running or how long. There's like so many things out there. I think a lot of people are just scared to go out there. They feel like people might be looking at them, mm -hmm. especially if you're just going out somewhere where a lot of people run and walk or you're just going out on the street. You're like, oh, I don't want people looking at me. <laughs> I'm out of shape. I'm going to be out here looking like I'm about to die. <laughs> I be feeling like that too. <laughs> so people just need to get over the psychological aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that takes going somewhere where there's not a lot of people yeah. or getting up early and doing it when there's not a lot of people out. So take that as psychological aspect out of it. Like even when people go to the gym, you know, a lot of people are intimidated by the gym because they got all these people in the gym, half of them are in this great shape and they feel like people are watching them or judging them or something like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but you can just walk, start walking. And once you feel comfortable walking at a speedy, comfortable pace for like 15, 20 minutes or however long, try to jog for as long as you can and feel comfortable. So if that's 10 seconds, then it's 10 seconds. If it's 30 seconds, that's 30 seconds. And then just try to increase that little by little. You'll train your body and your aerobic system system. So it'll just get easier. Mm -hmm. It won't be hard. It'll just get easier. But you have to take like baby steps. Yeah. One step at Especially a time. if you don't do any kind of physical fitness. If you like you say you skate and you cycle. So your aerobic system, you you know, it's in pretty good shape. You just got to have to get used to running yeah. more than anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you for the advice. I'm going to hit up Shaddy. I'm like, Shaddy, let's go. <laughs> I mean, he'd be out there. He'd be I out know. there. So, I'm very proud of him because he stays consistent with it. He's out there, so I'm very proud of him. 
Yeah, I'm proud of him too. I saw him out riding my bike, ran into him. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was up there last week and it was like <laughs> 70 degrees. A shad came around the doorbell. I was like, listen, <laughs> it's cold. I ain't. No, I only want to go outside. <laughs> Let alone outside to run. Exactly. Oh, man. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, is there any. Thing else you want to say before we wrap up? No. Like one thing I always tell everybody, I don't know. I feel like physical fitness or movement should just be a part of everybody's lifestyle. It's just so mm-hmm. important, especially in our community. Yes. It's just a major part of your health. So you don't have to run. Find what's good for you. You like to play ball, play ball. You like to walk, just walk. You like to like you like to run. You like, I mean, you like to cycle and skate. But I feel like it's just so important for you to keep your body moving just for your health and just like longevity of life. Like mm-hmm. it's just so important. I just wish more people would do it and take it. I feel like I a lot of people I know are very into their physical appearance as far as if I talk about women and don't get mad at me, like everybody <laughs> wants to get their hair done. Everybody wants to get their nails done. Everybody wants to wear the flyest outfit, which is nothing wrong with that. I feel like you should take pride in your appearance, but what about the rest of your appearance? Like your inside, like your health, <laughs> exactly. like, that should be just important as your external appearance, your internal, you know, and I wish more people would, you know, I think a lot of people is just intimidation. Like people are like I can't do it, I can't do it. But like I think like they said, it was it like ninety days. Just try something for ninety days, and it becomes a habit, and it makes it easier to do. So I mean, yeah, like with heart disease and all that, such a big mm-hmm. thing in our community. Mm-hmm. I just wish more people would just go out there and get active. Whatever, find your niche, find what, whatever you like to do, whatever. I know people that play kickball. It's all kinds of stuff to do. You know what I mean? And just walking. Walking. People don't realize how walking, that's mm-hmm. exercise. Mm-hmm. Just keeping your body moving. So that's one thing I probably like to end with. Like, just it's just so important. It's so important. It is. I agree. They We always say health is wealth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in our community, too, like, uh, it's just so important. It's so important. And I don't think we focus on, I think more now, more people are into health than like our parents age and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So you see it a lot more now, but yeah, it's just so important. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, with social media now, it, we, we're seeing it more. Like you can see before I'm the only one over here, you know, maybe skating or maybe playing kickball, but now on social media, I see that there are, a bunch of other people not too far from where I live that do the same thing. So now we build these communities mm-hmm. and I think that's helping too with building a community, building your tribe and just like whatever, like you said, whether it's walking, whether it's hiking, uh, basketball, now you have a group of people to do it with, which yeah. makes it, it makes it easier. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Even like the podcast that you're doing now, because You'll see, you know, like hiking, cycling, things like that. Oh, black people like I ain't trying to hike and stuff like that. But then when mm-hmm. you see people that you know, people yeah. that you have a lot in common with, people that like you consider maybe on the same level as you doing it, it makes other people more comfortable to try new and different things and do some of these things as well. So mm-hmm. I commend you for, you know, putting out this podcast because that's part of you. You're doing your part. Thank you. 
to get it out there as well. So, you know, it's important. Like, you know, health is, like you said, health is wealth. It's important. You know, I want us to live and be healthy and our community to, you know, strive. So, yep. That's what it's about. That is what it's about. Thank you again so much for being on the You're podcast. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. This is the Rolling With Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and thanks for listening.